Hey, my name's Kayla. And my name's Serena. And you're listening to the SNK Hour. Our podcast. Where we talk about life. And death. And everything in between. All the things in between. We are back again on love languages. We feel, I mean, it's going to be about like how we give lo- love, languages love languages overall, but we have no plan. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be what comes up in that. <laughs> We're winging it. Yeah. So you were talking about gifting before we started. Oh yeah, I was talking about gifting because I realized that in the love language quiz thing, um, gifting was like at the very like the lowest number. I think my gifting percent was like two or three. Like it was was low. (laughs) I said ooh, Um, (laughs) and I realized like I am not a gift person. I do appreciate gifts, but people tend to just think that like. I'd want like a purse. I like can use a purse every once in a while, but like I'm very like functional. Like I will leave a purse behind if it's not something that's attached to my body. Which is why I usually end up wearing like purses that are super like like over the shoulder or like a backpack. backpack. Because if not, I will put it down and it will never be seen again. Um I will lose all my money. I will be like stranded. Um and that's a fact. Like it has happened. But I say all that to say that for when it comes to receiving gifts, um to re- to receiving a love language gifts is not something that i receive well i also feel like i'm not a good gift giver mm. um i think you have your moments i think that like when um, i think that whenever you actually give a gift you are great at it but i think that like you're just like sometimes you're forgetful or you're just broke which we're all most there. of the time i'm broke really <laughs> we're that's all there all is. the time i feel like you haven't had the opportunity to like really give gifts when you take the love language test, it asks, like, which one is more. And so it'll have, like, whenever your partner gives you a gift or, like, whenever your partner sits next but to you. But even in a relationship that I had, um, me and my partner had very different love languages, especially when it came to gift giving. And it was something, like, we actually had, like, conversations about. I guesstimating, I don't know for sure, because, like, we did not have, like, the emotional, like, intelligence to, like, have conversations like this when we were together. Um, it's like, it's I know, true. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> but like, we weren't there. Um, and so, guessing you with the I amount think, of honesty that you had said there, so that's that was the look oh. on my face. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know about quality time. I'm not sure if that was mine and he was trying to like do that for me or if he actually, I know he enjoyed it himself to an extent. I, I don't know, I can't fully put my, my finger on it, but I do know that one of his big giving things was acts of service and for me i i appreciate acts of service but i struggle to accept them i say all that to say that we gave and received love very differently and um, like do you feel like if you had known this in that time of your relationship that you would have been able to handle that differently i i'm kind of like half and half because even if i knew differently even if i tried to speak on it we both were not there. Ooh, like, big one. Even if I was coming into it with all these like words and ideas and was open to communicating, yeah. if somebody's not ready to receive that, but also not ready to make any changes based on that. Big facts. Because we were talking, but there was nothing behind it. It was just our frustrations as opposed to us figuring something out. Even then, if I had the tools that I have now, I don't think that it would have changed much of anything. Do you think it's important or that knowing love languages can improve your relationship or improve a struggling relationship? I think it can, depending on some factors. Um, Sometimes you can have knowledge, but if there's no way to put it into practice, or if you're the only one putting it into practice, 
then you're just like taking on like a load yeah. um i was reading a quote today like we've all heard like the saying like you know people bring like baggage into a relationship but the quote was saying that we all have bags and we all pack them differently we all choose what we want to bring and what we don't want to bring I like that. and like everybody has to sit down at some point in time and unpack their bags and then they repack it every once in a while and when they repack it they choose what to leave behind what they don't need anymore there's just certain things that sometimes people have to like work out for themselves Mm -hmm. and you can't like do that work for them um no matter how much you try yeah even if like you love them and you have put forth this effort to like learn about their emotions and how they may be feeling if they're not ready to also put in that work you can't do twice the amount of work for a relationship and hope it works out because there will come a point in time when you are completely and utterly burnt out yeah, it's like I was saying the ba- about the battery in the very first episode. So if you didn't watch the first one, go watch that one. Or, I mean, listen to that one. Um, I was also thinking about how um, love languages is something that's super, like, you're really into right now. Um, and I haven't been, like, super into. And that hasn't really played a big role in, in my relationship or really any of my relationships. And, I mean, I've heard them throughout it. But, like, it hasn't been something that I've looked at. But, like, it hasn't changed anything or... or um, like impacted anything in in my marriage and in my relationship um but i do feel like on a different level that like trauma and mental health and things like that like those kinds of issues have impacted my relationship in the way that i like give love and accept love and so i think that um you can know all of this information in the world about love languages and you could feel like you're doing all the right things and there are still things that are outside of that Mm-hmm. outside of love like i know that we want to think that like love conquers all and we mentioned this in the last episode but love doesn't conquer all like it takes a lot of other stuff it takes wisdom it takes kindness it takes compassion forgiveness patience patience understanding it takes a lot um out of a person yeah. like you really have to be flexible but you also have to set boundaries and like be rigid in those boundaries um you don't know where your line in the sand is and if it keeps moving then you don't have one no matter how much you think you do they really will drag you through the mud i i said something in the car like a few weeks ago i said um hurt people hurt and we're a world full or we're a generation of pain that's so true and i really think that like after i said that like it just really made sense that we really like we can give all the tools in the world but like things constantly change and adapt and you really just have to like find what works for you no matter what learning about love languages lately um i've realized that i think a certain way and when i have an understanding of it i'm able to deal with my emotions a little better um like i'm able to understand like where my hurt and frustrations coming from so say if like i all i want is like a hug at the end of the day but like someone's busy um constantly i like understand like where they may be like chill out like that's so silly like that is like the love that i need to feel that i've been like missing out on um that's like a very like small and like it's really not small though like it's not um but like it's just like such like a random example that i'm like i don't know i don't know why but i have such a hold up about using like physical touch as an example because it has so many different things about it yeah um stereotypes implications all kinds of things yeah um 
Yeah. So whenever I like start to, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's always an awkward interaction. Yeah. But anywho, I, yeah, I just realized how much easier it is for me to be understanding, but also for me to explain what I need and yeah. create like the standard you and like the language. guideline for what I need yeah. so that somebody can understand it. Cause for me to just get frustrated and be like, I don't know, mm-hmm. that doesn't help them. They can't figure anything out. Yeah. Um, no one around me can figure anything out when I don't even know. Um, and so I, that's what I really like about not just love languages, but like knowledge and like information about ourselves, how we interact with other human beings our relationships and how we work through them, how we react to certain things and respond to certain things, because it allows me to have a way to actually communicate those where I can't find the words beforehand. I think communication is so important, and not just communicating in the way that, like, you speak to a person, they speak back, but really feeling like you can share a language with a person, Mm -hmm. share a feeling, share a thought, share, like, complete understanding. Um, As I stated in the last episode I keep referring back to it because that was the first one um I'm an art education major so I want to teach art art in school and a big thing to me is that like art is a universal language like it creates a bridge a road a channel for communication to happen um and I think that no matter what you do or how you go about communicating is super important Mm -hmm. I think that language should be allowed and accessible to every single person and whether that's like English, Chinese, Spanish, or like how you communicate to a friend, partner, or parent, like it should that should there should be ways to do that no matter what, and that can be really hard. Yeah, like it's dumb hard because sometimes there just aren't words. There's just not understanding. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry. The the fact that you said there's not understanding is so big because you can do all the work you want on yourself and get yourself into a really good position and all you have or feel like you have left is just fixing for lack of better words like certain relationships or ties with people or having conversations but if they're not capable of having those conversations it's so hard especially if those people are tied to you inevitably Mm -hmm. like family members that's the hardest one like oh my gosh when it comes to family members and and under them like having any kind of understanding or dialogue that it that is common ground can be so frustrating because you literally cannot do anything to get away from them mm-hmm. like I, I mean i say that with saying like yes you can distance your family you can walk away from them you can stop talking to them you can block them you can move to a different country like and that is perfectly okay yeah. like you do it like if from, it is necessary for you move like we support it 110 percent um i will like oof we could we we could get into this one. Um, we can. It could really be like a whole thing, like a whole episode. But it's hard. Um, it is so hard. Whether it's friend, foe, or family, it sucks. Ooh, friend, foe, or family. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I need to write these things down. I need to like have like someone who does like, you know, whatever they like famous not famous people but like in the 1800s they would have people like scribes who would, like walk around saying or writing whatever they said. I need me a scribe. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I agree. There's something really tough in that miscommunication. One, when someone's not able to understand what you're saying, but two, oh, like when they're thick. Yeah, like when you can say it so much, and the love and compassion and like the 
bond can be there but if if it's just not clicking Mm -hmm. and it's not changing and it's not working you like cannot like hold on to a sinking ship like you will drown like don't Um, be what is his name the one that like held the woman on the piece of I don't know. The guy in the Titanic. Yeah. The one that Rose let drown. (laughs) That we don't (laughs) even remember his name because he died. (laughs) And she really could have shared that board. They could have taken her to anything. But anywho. um, Jack. (laughs) Jack, Don't be Jack. Exactly. Don't be Jack. Let go. Uh, Let him go. You can go find something else to hold on to. This is Frozen. Be Elsa. (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. I'm so weak. I don't even know what we're letting go. What are we... Um, Just like a person who oh yes yes toxic people and i okay okay they're definitely toxic people i'm like very um squirmish about using the word toxic because no no no, it's nothing to apologize for okay like sorry (laughs) i don't mean to like scare you with how like i said it's nothing to apologize for but it is nothing to apologize for i struggle between the amount of compassion I give people mm. and the amount of compassion they deserve. Um, uh, not deserve, but, like, I... The amount that they would show you. Not even, because I don't want to be them. True, like, if someone's true. crappy, like, I don't want to be crappy just like you because you were crappy to me. Like, I can and will be better than you. Not... Oh, that sounds so... That <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> yes! But, like, <laughs> Snaps! Because <laughs> Kingla... <laughs> I'm... Like, but I'm human. So there are, I don't say that to say, like, I never get upset or I never say the wrong thing or lash out. Like, I do. But I am not going to spend the rest of my life hating somebody when it, like, doesn't serve me. That does nothing for me. Um, It only makes, I'm living my life for them. They're, like, have a second person holding on to them living their life now. See, and this is where we are very different. Yes. And we've we've talked about this before. Oh, my God. The way I can hold a grudge. I, but like it's only against people who have done like it's I can hold a grudge. Who I have to love. There's like time family. limits for grudges though. Um, for me, biologically related to you, I just I can't. Like, you are like, my spirit animal. I wish, <laughs> I wish I could like let it, let it go. It's not that easy though. It yeah. sounds easy because like I say it, but like the way it is hard. The amount of peace that you have to find. Yes, and it's difficult. Um, but the more you practice it. It's easier to choose taking the steps to do that, if that makes sense. The actual act of it is not easy, but the decision to start going in that direction of letting it go is a lot easier. And I don't want to say let it go as in don't allow anybody to have any responsibility, because if someone, like, screwed you over, whew, I'm... (laughs) I hate them if you want to. I... Or dislike them. Maybe Kayla doesn't like the word hate. I but don't. But that's just because it it it's for you. Like, this is the life you're living. So if you choose to hate somebody, if you choose to spend the next six years or ten years or the rest of your life till you die hating somebody, that is effort you are putting into this person who is out living their life. When you you're hate like, them, you are putting that energy into you. It's like that old thing of, like, when you hate someone, you drink the poison and wait for them to die. Yeah. 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 And I don't Have know. You never heard that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you like said, like I saw it in your eyes how like how wow that was. No, that's like a dumb. I've heard I heard that in like second grade. It like sounds vague, but like no. It was like it's literally. I've heard you, like drink the poison, but I think maybe that's like from. I think that's just like 
a saying glazed over like Romeo and Juliet. I don't think it was like in this specific like the way you worded it. Oh, um, I, maybe so. I worded it wrong. No, it made perfect sense though. So if oh, you okay. worded it wrong, you worded it right. Because <laughs> you're like the original's wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah. I just think it's a very slippery slope to like hold on to hatred in your heart. But I've also seen how much like that tears people down. How many days they spend like focused on other people. I hold on to a lot of resentment towards people and I can say as a person who tries every day to change that it is super hard and it's I dumb hard. oh yeah like I'm I think Kayla's on the point where like she's still like she's she's further along in that journey than me of, of accepting and and forgiving and and not holding on to it it is something that takes so much it and I, it's not something that I'm just like I forget it I forgive it and like I never think of it again because I do I think you do I it for you though think about it that's the thing like yeah. when I think about it and I start getting angry or I start collecting thoughts of like they did this and they did this and they did this I'm like Kayla it has been five years <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where they are <laughs> like and even it, if you do but like, like it doesn't like do you talk to them even if you did, does it matter? Like, you are doing life for you. Like... What did you do five years ago? You know? Yeah. Like, like I did you... I thought you were asking for a second. I said, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If you can't remember what you did five years ago, then why are you remembering what someone else... I know I'm speaking to myself right now, because I'm the one with the issue. I, <laughs> and, yeah. I just... I feel... I have a lot of feelings about a lot of things. Um, I don't say let it go lightly. I say let it go, like super like hella heavily to be honest because it's hard it's a decision that like you have to make like multiple times in multiple days because it's not like you're oh, like i'm gonna let it go thing. and then you forget about it yeah, it is not like that you have to constantly work at it um i remember so like freshman year so probably like four years ago i was like the negative nelly like the way in which i like one thing would go wrong and i'd be like dude my life sucks because like i it was so bad and it was the way that i handled every single situation and it was so draining and i remember i like we sat in the common area and was like eating one day and i was like i'm tired of being like negative and we had had this conversation before though like there were many times where i was like i don't want to be like this anymore i want to like be more positive and more happy and i don't like my life and you were like yeah it's totally possible like just like do like do these things and like you can do it and like you just believed in me and like through every single time I talked to you about it but I remember that one time when we were sitting in the comments area I was saying it like you said the same thing um and from like that that point like every single time I would have negative negative thoughts or like even start to speak negative and it wasn't perfect like the next few months were like very scattered and like very hard to not resolve bad situations or situations that didn't go my way with negative thoughts because it was just the way I handled things um, it didn't mean I was a bad person. It was just that I didn't have the positivity in me to be able to handle situations without being a pessimist, honestly. Um, and it doesn't mean that I answer every single situation with, like, it is sunshine and rainbows and everything is going to be perfect because, um, no. But, like, I say this to say, every single day, every single time I thought about it, it was a choice. It, was, it wasn't even a one-time thought of, like, oh, I'm going to be positive. Those, all those times before that I had talked to you about it, that was the one-time thought. Um, it was, it's almost like being a drug addict in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. like where you have to deny it every single day, every single time you think about it, you have to tell yourself, no, this is not worth it. You have to think about, no, this is not worth it. When I think about mental health issues and uh, suicidal thoughts or harming myself, which 
are things I'll probably get in, into the future. All of those things, like, they are still things that, like, that creep up today. Um, not as much as they once did and that I once struggled with. Um, but they, they're still there and they're still very real. And I have to fight those the same way that I would fight it if I was... I don't... I've never been hooked on drugs. I've never been hooked on alcohol. So I'm not exactly sure... Um, but from what I know about it, I would, I would say it's almost like being addicted to those things Mm -hmm. and you have to choose to be different. Yeah. The same thing, same way with positivity, the same way with letting things go, choosing it for yourself. Cause ultimately like all those things, putting all those things away is choosing it for yourself. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I have no clue how we were talking about that. It was really a rabbit hole. We were talking about like the way that we give and receive love and Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, by the way, that's an act of service for yourself. Um, Yes. We were talking about that in last episode where, like, you can can do all of the love languages to yourself. Like, mm -hmm. you can give that to yourself. I know they're usually, like, related to a relationship, whether that's with a friend or, like, a romantic partner or, like, platonic or family members or whatever, but, like... All of these love languages are important to give to yourself. Like, yeah, especially if they're, like, your top ones. Mm-hmm. Like, they're super important. Because when you... I have a terrible relationship myself. Like, I am a negative Nelly <laughs> towards myself. Um, <laughs> um, and not even a negative Nelly. Like, I need to have more confidence and I need to be better about myself. And maybe you relate to that. Maybe you need to, too. Um, not you specifically, Kayla, but you the, you listening other than Kayla. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like everyone relates to that. Yeah. I don't know many people who don't think of themselves super negatively. Hmm. Um, even the people who, like, wouldn't seem like they do. Um, people I'm friends with who you wouldn't get that drift from them. The way they, like... You know, sometimes you catch people speaking out loud, like, without thinking. Yeah. Um, and you can, like, tell, like, when they snap back and they're like, ooh, like, that was a lot. <laughs> the way that they speak about themselves, like, hurts my heart. And I'm like, ugh. It is. Like, it is very... I, I, it makes me so sad whenever I, the, my loved ones talk bad about themselves. So, I don't know what I was about to say. Oh, about, like, loving yourself and having those love languages towards yourself when you start to love yourself you can love others better and i know that there's like the whole quote of like people can't love you unless you love yourself that's not true it's not it, at all yeah um <laughs> like that's, a, that's supposed to be a healthy thought and it started as like a, a good healthy thing i guess but like it's not true at all though someone loving you has nothing to do with how you see yourself mm-hmm. people love you because of what they see and what they they want and that they like and they observe it has nothing to do with what you've done or said or thought of yourself. Mm-hmm. You can hate yourself a thousand ways up and down, and the person who looks at you can love you to a million bits. Yeah. And they most likely will, because you are you, your own worst enemy. And, like, your own worst enemy and saying that, like, what you think is ten times worse than any other person is going to say to you, because that negativity came from something someone said to you. It, the hatred didn't come from inside of you. Like, we're meant to love ourselves. Or at least tolerate ourselves. Yeah. I have been realizing more and more how every single man-made, like, automobile is so much like the human body. Mm-hmm. Cars, planes, the way there is, like, one sole point that provides information to the rest of it. Um, anywho, tangents. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, um, it's very true. I have just been realizing how much our brains control everything and how it's so important for, like, we work off of survival. Everything, our responses, down to our responses, like the way we have flight or fight or fawn, all of the, like, possible, like, responses to certain things. Okay, also, a little, like, explanation. So, we all know flight or fight, I feel like, but I've been reading up on the, yeah, like, fawning fawn. I was very interested. It's so, instead of having the reaction to fight or to run away, it's to seem defenseless. It's oh, to, like, turn awesome. into, like, a, yeah. Oh, okay, um, interesting. Mm-hmm. And that is actually, like, some people's natural, like, defense mechanism, and I can very much so see that. Yeah. Um, there are definitely more, but, like, that's the one that I've been reading up on lately, and I was like, hmm. Interesting. I think there's only one other, but, so I can't say there are tons more. There might be. Just the, the like, article I was reading only, I got to the third. But <laughs> <laughs> You were like, I'm good. I don't need any others. That's very interesting. Yeah. I was like, wow. And I, like, associate. I was like, hmm. But yeah. <laughs> I meant to say this when we were talking about the I'm trying to remember the loving um yourself yes before you love anybody else thing um yeah that's some bs but it is true to an extent yes Um, because if you like cannot occupy a space where you can allow others to love you like if you are so like unhealthy and at a point where like you cannot have that take that love in Mm -hmm. then I mean, you're not loving to your full potential at that point. Yeah. The best point of love is when you can give and receive love fully. It will never be like 100% for anybody. I don't think anybody's capable of that. But like when you. And there are obviously going to be days where, like, it's it's not perfect. Yeah, 60, 40, 70, 30, 50, 50. But overall, getting to the point where you love yourself. I feel like loving yourself, and I don't even love myself, like, to the point that I want to, that I'm working towards, that I want to get to Oh, yeah, I'm, like, in the negatives, so no judgment here. (laughs) I I say that with, like, the most amount of truth, like, I know, know but the number scale got me. I wasn't expecting (laughs) you to say it. I don't know what I was expecting you to say, but when you said negatives, I said I can't. Um, <laughs> you had an entire like out of body response. I like just, my like, take my soul, soul like Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I'm astral projected somewhere else. But I, um, you were such a nerd. You said astral projected. I just, anyways. Um, but yeah, no. I think that if someone yourself. is fully capable of loving another person if they are unhappy with themselves. But the way in which loving yourself opens up your ability to love so much yes even if it's just like like small increments like you may not be 100 percent happy with yourself and like you may have loved somebody to the most like the highest capacity you could while you did not feel like when you were in the negatives um but like that was like all you had to give like you were giving all of yourself but you also were giving none of that to yourself and the way in which you plus the person you are giving your love to will flourish when you like feel that for yourself as well only watering your plants half the amount you only get half the amount of success Mm -hmm. they're still beautiful they still grow and they're still going to repopulate they're still going to hang out with their buddies next door but they're not going to be as colorful and as beautiful and as stick straight and searching for the sun as they would if you watered them 100%. Yeah. And I also think that, like, 
loving yourself doesn't have to look like, oh, I love my big toe that is way bigger than the rest of my other toes and has four hairs and a mole on it. Like, it doesn't have to be that, like, you don't have to love every single thing that you, like, hate about yourself. But if you can find small things to start loving about yourself. So something that I've been really working on is finding something that I love immensely about myself and that I feel very good about. And I feel very good about the fact that I'm an artist. And I know that I'm a very good artist and that I'm good at what I do. I may not be the best artist. I may not be better than the people next to me. But I know that I'm doing the very best that I can. Um... And that's something that, like, I know I'm very good at. And then something that I really enjoy about myself is that I'm super compassionate and loving when it comes to being a teacher. And I know that I impact students and that I love my job and that I love being there to give the students the ability to express and identify with themselves however that happens. And through those little ways of loving myself and showing compassion towards myself when I think about those things, I have pride and I have love and it makes me think about, and this doesn't happen overnight. This has been a very long process. Um, but it makes me think about the fact that why am I a good artist? I'm a good artist because I'm hardworking. I'm creative. I'm imaginative. All these other like things. Why am I a good teacher? Because I'm kind, I'm compassionate, I'm forgiving. I'm understanding all of these other things, a bunch of stuff. And all those things are things that I can apply to other parts of my life and love other parts of my life in the same way that I love how I'm a teacher and how I'm an artist. And that is a journey. Like, I'm not there yet. Um, I don't know that I'll, I'll be there for a while. But I know that two or three years ago, I couldn't have even said that I was the best me as an artist or the best me as a teacher. I would have said I was okay. But I'm not okay. I'm pretty great in that. And one day I'll believe I'm pretty great in other things too. I like that. Appreciate it. I like it. I think um, something really important when it comes to like starting the process of trying to love yourself, especially when like you spend most of your life not, um, is just at the very least like not completely hating yourself at all times yeah. like even if it's something small like it could be like damn i make a mean peanut butter and jelly sandwich you and food. it can be <laughs> i can't you should i thought you were gonna say like i don't i don't know what i thought you were gonna say you said peanut butter sandwich i was like what in the world i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah no it could be like the smallest thing it could be something that like you feel silly for like having yourself up about but like it's true like sorry i already started on the peanut butter so i gotta keep it going but like <laughs> that reminded me of the thing you know eggs baking <laughs> sausage kind of but yeah um so like yeah even if it's something small like how you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or how you fold your laundry so good or how you and nothing is too small like yeah, what like, makes you you is you yeah, I mean, I don't even think that these are small things. I feel like these are not things we think of when we think of ourselves. Yeah. But all of these, all of the very small actions that we do, the, like, small way that we may, like, straighten something up, it could be something, like, you were like, this is not something, like, worth loving about myself. But, like, whatever it is, is a second of you not hating yourself, which is progress. Um, and so I feel like 
it could be the smallest thing. You could straight into painting and be like, mm, have a good eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, the face you just made whenever you said that. <laughs> so, yeah, just um, to be kind to yourself. And then I know it's a very hard process. And one that, like, I'm still on myself and, like, really could have called me, like, a year and a half ago. And I was really, like, ragging on myself. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm really proud of, like, how far you've come. I is yeah. It's a struggle. Thank you though. You're it's um it's been a process, but I'm like glad that it has occurred. I appreciate the change in like my monologue, like my daily like inner thoughts. <laughs> like I appreciate how they go. Um they're still rough sometimes, but they're not a constant like beat down of just like you're worthless, you know? Um so it changes the way that you feel about others too when you yeah. start loving yourself. Um, I've, I've found that when I don't like something about myself, I don't like it about others. Like, I am a very talkative and loud-speaking person. And so, when other people are like that, that's not to say, like, I hate every person who's talkative and loud, but, like, I am less likely to interact with someone like that because I don't like that about myself. Mm. And I, like, I know that now, and so I, I try my best to, like, take that prejudice or, like, feeling away from it because I'm just like, oh, like, that just makes you feel... You're, you just feel insecure about that. So, like, go up to them and talk to them. Like, you can be around them without feeling, like, a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And so th- it, that just automatically cuts me off to other people. And, and I didn't realize it for the longest time. Um, but it didn't. It made me feel insecure because I felt uncomfortable when people were looking at them for being loud and talkative. I felt uncomfortable and embarrassed by being around them because mm-hmm. they were that way. But it wasn't because they were that way. It was because I was that way. And I knew people were looking at me and staring at me. And I was embarrassed of myself. And even though that's still not something that I'm over, (laughs) I still feel very embarrassed because I am loud and talkative. But it's something that I'm working on. And I can be around other people now that are that way. And when somebody's, like, giving them the dirty eye, I give it right back. And I have one mean, dirty eye. (laughs) So I'm like, try me. Like, the way in which I'll poke your eyeballs (laughs) I won't. I'm not a violent person, but, like, I could. could yell at you, at least. I realize that we have, like, barely scraped the surface of, um, of this love language thing. Yeah, we, like, went on a whole different thing. So many different, um... We were talking about the way that we give. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow, we, we didn't, (laughs) I think I... I think you talked about two... Did we? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, giving, I, when I'm really, we have to be, like, close family, and usually, like, you have to be sad, or I'm not gonna see you for a thick minute, and then, like, physical touch is in play, like, I'll give you a hug. But aside from that, I don't, like, hug anybody unless, like, we're dating. Um. I think I've, I'm, like, a very big crier, and this is a problem whenever we first started being friends. It wasn't even a problem. Not a I problem. Just, it was just, like, at the time, even now, like, I still, I'm, like, perfectly fine if someone cries around me. It's just, usually there's a conversation that is had. Like, and I'm, like, what do you need from me? If yeah. you need a hug, like, I can give you one. If you, like, don't need a hug, I will, like, really just sit with you. If you need, like, me to hand you tissues, I'm, like, cool. Um, if you want me to, like, walk out of the room, cool. But, like, I usually try and have a conversation because I am not someone who just, like, falls into perfection when someone's crying like I don't know like what you need me to do because I know when I cry like 
there are certain things that I don't need. Like, unless I ask for a hug, don't touch me. Um, <laughs> Leave me alone. Because most of the time it just makes it worse. I don't oh, yeah, think I've ever way hugged I, you like, while you're crying. Start crying harder. I've is, done like, like a pat pat on your shoulder, but like um, that was the extent. Yeah, I like. I'm not a fan of like being like consoled while crying because it just makes the crying worse. <laughs> and Sometimes I am, but it's very very rare. I like. I'll ask for it if I'm like if I know that I need a hug. I will, like, go up to someone and be like, can I get a hug? <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, that's for... This is for giving? Receiving? Receiving. Receiving. Um, so, yeah, for receiving... Yeah, physical touch is actually, like, um, for anything else. It's super chill. I don't really do it a lot. When it comes to relationships, though, I'm, like, very big on, like, physical touch once like it's there i need like a little bit of time to like fall into that and like trust um because i don't like trust people super easy i fell um, down oh my god like the way in which i like side-eye people for like months we can be dating for months and like i like <laughs> will kind of like side-eye you for a good minute um you kill me with the way that you are like <laughs> just because i mean really experience like <laughs> yeah no like i totally get why you are that way but it makes me laugh because i'm just like you really do side-eye people. You are really looking at them, like, waiting for that shoe to drop. You're waiting for the whole freaking ceiling to drop. Yeah. And I'm, like, super upfront. Like, something that, like, I really appreciate when it comes to, like, relationships and, like, actually trying to pursue them when people are like, hey, like, what do you want? I, I definitely get, like, let's see where it goes, but yeah. I'm not gonna see where it goes for six months. Yeah. You're wasting my life. You want to, like, have a relationship or you want to move on? Yeah, I, um, I've just realized, like, there's certain things, like, if, like, we're having a conversation in, in, like, a relationship, like, there's a time that comes, even, like, in just, like, the talking stage. But for me, personally, like, I'm, I'm not one for, like, talking for, like, months. Like, I don't know that I've ever talked to someone for a month. Yeah, the month is, like, me, like, being I knew Kaylin for a week when we were dating. Yeah. And I had a boyfriend whenever we met. I'm so weak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've, okay, that's a lie. I have. But, like, when it's, like, relationship- serious like when we're like dating i've I've never like talked to somebody for a month um i should probably preface i did not cheat on my the guy i was dating with she Kaylin. like broke up with him yeah nicely. i broke up with him and very quickly <laughs> as he was very kind and made her a date and made sandwiches i can't believe i told you that oh my gosh i can't i didn't even remember that <laughs> When he's oh no, he did because okay. He set so, up a picnic for her. No oh reason. no, okay. So backstory, uh, love languages. So with this guy that I was dating before I started dating Kaylin, I asked him like the entire time we were dating, can we like go out on like a picnic? That's all I wanted. Like again, quality time. <laughs> if you didn't see the first, or, I've actually the never first been episode, on a picnic like with. Neither had I. On like a date or like with friends. Neither um, had I, until this guy, and then he ruined it. <laughs> but then Kaylin came along and fixed everything. <laughs> but I guess you can't. Uh, yeah, anyways. Um, so he, yeah, I told him, like, our entire relationship that I wanted to go on a picnic. Because he worked at a sandwich restaurant. Like, it was the perfect, he worked at Jimmy John's. Like, it was, they had perfect. Grabbed Exactly. <laughs> I was like, there, there, you have so many opportunities here. <laughs> and so I broke up with him. Like, this was after I met Kaylin. So I broke up with him because I was planning on going out with Kaylin. Because I was like, I love this man. I want to marry him. Like, the first day that we met, we, like, fell in love. Love at first sight. All that good stuff. Um, and so I broke up with this guy. And then he was like, he came to my house. And he was like, let's go. And I was like, let's go. Where? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And he's like, let's, like, I just want to surprise you. And so he, like, pulled up to the park. 
and I was like, let's have a picnic. And it was the most awkward thing of my entire life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just, um, I don't know, advice for me, pick the, pick, <laughs> pick the next guy because I did it and <laughs> it was great. It is great. Yeah. Um, doesn't always happen like that though. It doesn't, but also I feel like that's pretty sound advice. I uh, can't say for sure. Our advice like may not be the right one for you. You may decide to do something completely different and end up like with the love of your life and like married until you die. Like that's great. Very true. Um, but like this is just based on experiences and like what we think. Um, solely opinion based, not facts. Um, yeah, and even if we say it's fact, it's probably not. Yeah, don't trust that. Trust the disclaimer <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. we, we're, we're really just sitting here talking and that's what this is going to be. Yeah. Um, but I say that to say that I feel like if you have two people in your life, the second one wouldn't be an option if the first one was like what you needed. Yeah. But that that also is not always true. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, don't like take it, you know, don't swallow this one whole. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know no. what saying that was, but like, don't like take it for all it is, you know. Um, I don't know, like, <laughs> take this like with breadcrumbs. A grain of yeah, salt. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Um, I just think that like so in my relationship that I was in before Kaylin, like I it was a rebound relationship for one um, because I had a psycho ex before that. I I shouldn't say that, but like it, he really was. No, I had I had an ex before that that was just really bad, and so this guy was a rebound, and the relationship wasn't great, and when I met, I had already been planning on breaking up with this guy, I was just... Stalling. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Yeah. I, just, like, we don't like to admit it, but, like, I... We were having fun. Like, it was never gonna be anything serious, and we both knew that. Well, I, th- I knew that, I guess. <laughs> I thought we both knew it. I didn't realize his feelings were as serious as they were. Because, like, the man had never taken me out on a date. The way in which, like, I'd be hungry and he'd be like, do you have money? And I was like, I don't have a job. Like, what? What? I don't even know. <laughs> like, he never took me out on a date. And I just, uh, I don't know. He just did not woo me. And I'm not picky by any means. Like, when I say take me out on a date, I, I want to go to a picnic. I want to sit on the grass. We don't even have to have food. Like, I want to spend quality time with you. So anyways, um, whenever I met Kaylin, the relationship I was in was already almost over. And it was really over. Like, I was just, I don't know, doing whatever I was doing. And whenever I met him, I knew that he was the one. And it wasn't like, oh, he's the one and I'm going to re... No, he was like, I'm. it's been five years and I'm married to him. <laughs> like, he's the one. Um, and so, yeah, if that's your situation, go for the second one. Because... They're usually hot, great, and will buy you food every day. So what are my three? Um, quality time is definitely the way that I give give love. Um, I love spending time with people. It's how I show them that I love them. I I just think that it's like a hand-in-hand thing. Like, I give it because it's the way that I receive it. Um, and again, back to, like, the first episode, I didn't have a lot of uh, like quality time when I was a kid and so it's really important to me because like you could say anything to me and like your actions say something completely different mm-hmm. and quality time is one of those things where like they don't lie actions don't lie through quality time and so that's a big one to me the other one I probably show is through words of affirmation for sure like I words of affirmation but also like um acts of service I feel like it's very those ones like are together for this one because 
I will love you through anything. Like, you, Kayla, you, the listener, Kaylin, my family. Like, I... I feel that. Oh, my God. I... It makes me so frustrated the way I love people. Like... I... Whew. Do I feel gosh. that? The... Oh, my God. Can I, like... Oh, okay. Yes. Tidbit, I think it's great to, like, love people. I think that just when you are aware of that about yourself, you have to be so careful about who you, like, give that love to. And, like, who you allow in your circle. Because, like, you may love, like, the crap out of somebody and, like, do everything you can for them and, like, try and help them in every, like, way, shape, and form. But if they never show up for you or if they, like, barely show up for you... And people are crappy sometimes. Like they, they really are. They will like make you think that you are crazy. They will make you gaslighting is like, so real. So just like be super careful about that. I think it is perfectly okay to like love deeply and wholly and like want to be there for someone. Just be careful about who you're gonna do that for and allow to have access to you to that level. Yeah, and do that like head and heart work that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just if like I love with my whole heart, and I know that once I love you, I will never not love you, even if that means even if you're not not in my life ever again, even if that love isn't the biggest love that I've ever had. Um, if I let you in that, you are in that, and the way in which I will like throw myself in front of a bus for you, that I will give you my last crumb, I'll give you my last sandwich, like I'll give you my last twenty, like you were there you were it um and so if you feel if you love like that do that work to make sure that it is right and real and staying and so yeah i definitely think that it's acts of service and words of encouragement because i don't know like it's just i I genuinely like i love without without judgment like when i love you like i don't care you could be like I want to shave my head and dye my butt cheeks purple. <laughs> I would be like, do you need help? Yeah, let me go get the purple dye. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Are we going to need to bleach the hairs? Like, yeah. <laughs> how dark are they? Like, let's let's see if this can work. For real. Like, I don't care what you do with yourself. Um, it's like, just so, totally with it. And I, like, I am there to, like, tell you I'm proud of you every single day. And also show you that, like, the acts of service, like, doing, I will bleach your butt like whatever you need um i don't know if that's access for service but yeah um so yeah i think those are my three and i think that like the other ones i definitely show in different ways but those are my big ones and those are all so hard for me to get through my three i don't know it literally took like an hour for me to get through (laughs) it i know you were looking at the clock like i think there was a lot like there was a lot of tangents that happened i don't even know what i was talking about (laughs) i mean we'll see it was good. Do you want to redo them? I do. Okay. My three love languages. <laughs> my three love languages. I'm mean, I'm just do three too. Um, my top one is physical touch. Um, I would say, in a platonic sense, in terms of family and friends, um, it has to be in moments of a need for physical touch. Um. I'm not constantly, like, hugging people when it is, like, a platonic, like, thing. I'm not constantly, like, touchy-feely like that. When it comes to, like, romantic relationships, I'm definitely more so. Um, It is a way that I, like, show love. If you feel uncomfortable or I think you are upset, I will, like... I won't, like, disrespect your space. Like, if you ask for space, I will not impede on it. Um, But like 
if I'm like hugging you, know that you are loved. If I have like hugged you at least once, know that you are deeply loved. Because I don't hug people. I've gotten like um, four. <laughs> and what else? Um, quality time, high one. Um, I don't. I say this not to be like a dick, but I don't like people. Um, I do. I. I'm super in awe of human beings and all that they can do and all that they're like capable of and able to like think about and achieve but people are crappy sometimes so I'm like really particular with like who I spend my like time with Facts. I like don't like going out into like a bunch of like large settings I don't like talking to strangers if I don't have to if it's like work I'm capable of like doing my job but usually if you have a job you're doing the same thing repeatedly pretty much just you're resourceful about it so you're finding different ways to do it but like it's it's not like super oh my goodness i don't know how to speak um at least for me and like the jobs that like i have been working for the There's past couple of years and yeah you stick to it yeah um so yeah quality time is definitely like top tier i spend time with the people i love if i don't like you i will not spend time with you and it is like a very easy decision i make i don't like go out for much and if i go out of my like living space to spend time with you, who you're loved. Um, if I invite you into my living space, dumb loved. Um, so yeah, what else? Gift giving? No, no, no. Um, it wasn't gift giving. It was um, words of affirmation. Maybe. I don't even know if it's up there like that. What's the other one? Words of affirmation. Gift. Giving. Acts of service. Acts of service. Ooh. Maybe you didn't have a third one. Yeah, I I guess if I do have a third one, it'd be words of affirmation. But words of affirmation for me are are rare. Um, There's dumb rare. I definitely like say them though, but I have to be like overwhelmed. Like my heart has to be clenching because I'm like, it's so much more worth it though. When other people tell me stuff, I'm just kind of like, oh that's nice. I'll like see you on the flip side whenever you actually show me that you love me. But whenever you are like Serena, I love you. I'm like, she loves me. If I'm like opening my mouth to be like. I like I don't know whatever I say that you moment. can't even say the sentence yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have like a knee-jerking reaction to even like saying anything figuratively. like it is drawn out of me um in that moment but it's not something that I do on the norm um but yeah I feel like those are my top three um thank you guys for listening yeah um, this has been episode two look at us go what a world if you have any questions, concerns, advice from us who know nothing, you can send us an email at snkpodcast1 at gmail.com. Feel more than welcome to like leave anything. If you want your name to be anonymous, just um, feel more than welcome to like let us know in the email or just send it with anonymous and we'll be sure to like keep your name out of anything you say. Even if like you include it in your letter, like we will make sure that we do not say your name if you like use anonymous um yeah and so if you have any questions please add a little bit of like background because we don't want to just be shooting in the wind yeah we do need a little (laughs) you know a letter would be great of just kind of what's going on and help us help you with advice best as possible because again we know nothing so if we know something of your life then at least we could go somewhere with it yeah so if um, you guys have any questions for us, we will definitely like cut out a certain amount of time and make sure that we talk about it and help you guys out to the best of our ability. But thanks for listening. Yeah, super um, appreciate it. Yeah, you guys have a good night and we will see you next time. Or morning.
That's true. Morning too.